הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שדורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שאוכנה יפעל קדוש ומשבר עצמה. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו למה נחנו במקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן מפגה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן יחותם תגל עינינו והכל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם, we did the first half of תורה כ"ה, תורה 25. We are going to start explaining the story um, that is brought with regard to the sages of Athens. And we're going to finish the lesson today. So we're in section 4, right before section 5, um, about the story. And this is what the sages of Athens said. Show us something that is not worth the damage that it causes. They basically brought a mat, a rug, and they spread it out. And they could not go through the doorway. They could not fit inside. And he said to them, Bring a sledgehammer and knock it down, knock down this wall. Knock down the entrance with the wall. Perush. So let's see what Rabbi Nuh means by this. Let's see how Rabbi Nuh is going to explain this. Budya ze badayut halev. When it's, it says budya, which is mat, Rabbi Nuh is explaining ze badayut. It comes from the word badayut, meaning badayut, the imaginations halev of the heart, the imaginations of the heart. Because the word bode, that which he fa- it means to fantasize, that which he fantasizes milibo from his heart. This is the imagination that we're speaking about, the illusions. This is the visions of the heart that we talked about. When this strength of the imagination overpowers and envelops over a person. Because when a person wants to go from the lower level to the upper level, it's, obliga- it's obligated, it's He's forced to go through these, um, these badayut um, or these imaginings, these imaginations, these illusions. Because we know a person who has to grow. We explained earlier in section four, section three, um, mainly in section two actually, that there's always the klipa that comes before the pui. Before one ascends over a level, he has to first encounter this test, which is all this these tavot, these doubts. These bad thoughts, etc., these confusions, obstacles. This is the Koach HaMedameh. And this evil force, which is this imagination, doesn't consider the worth of the loss and the damage that, is already, that, it, that it already suffered from the person who was already at the higher level. Meaning, this Klipa doesn't pay attention that the person who was on the level 25 initially, um, already beat it. Because now the person from level 24 is coming up. So now this this klipa, which is already subdued by the person on level 25, now that a new person's coming up, it's going to re- reinforce itself to, to test this person. Because even though it was already suffered a loss to this man on level 25 already, when a person on level 24 wants to ascend, it's going to overcome this per- or it's going to overpower this person at level 24, um, who's coming up to level 25. But what did it say about the mat? It could not fit in the entrance. Meaning this is when a person cannot enter the gate of holiness. This is the entrance that it's talking about, the entrance to holiness. And what's the gate of holiness? This is sechel, intellect. Why can't a person enter the aspect of intellect? Sechel, holy, holy intellect, because the imagination 
is too strong. And what's the main advice for this? Rabbi says, knock down this wall. Which is the, what? This imagination. Which is this impurity. It says, one who comes to make himself impure, they open up the way for him. And it says in the Gemara. And this is what it says in Bereshit. At the entrance, sin crouches. Sin crouches at the entrance. So what must you do? You must knock over the entrance because that's where sin is. Ustirato. Um, and how is the imagination knocked down? Through these colors, these supernal colors that we talked about. Which is the greatness of the Creator that we talked about. This is the tzedakah, etc., etc. And this is the aspect, and these are the aspects of the wall. What is the wall? The wall, Rabbeinu is explaining that the wall is a reference to these colors, this greatness of Hashem. How? Kotel is the play on the words Chutel. It's in Zohar Mishpatim. What is Chutel? So Chu is Chavav. It's 26. Chavav is the holy name. Meaning Yudke Vavke, which is the numerical value of 26. So you have Kotel, it's the play on the words, split apart the word in, in half. You have Chavav, which is 26. The numerical value of 26. The same numerical value as the name of Hashem. And then you have, and what did we say? The Shem HaKadosh, and the holy name of Hashem represents the supernal colors. It says, Hashem Ori, Hashem is my light. Because Hashem Yudke Vavke, meaning Yudke Vavke Ori, when it says in the, in the verse in Tehilim, Yudke Vavke is my light. Yudke Vavke is Orot Agvanin, it's the light of the colors that we're talking about. Yishi. And it says at the end of the verse, Hashem Ori Yishi. Hashem is my light and my salvation. What Vishi? This is the, the garments of salvation that we talked about. Um, the garments of salvation. Whenever one reveals these colors and brings them into revelation. And this is the aspect of Tel. Because we just explained Chavav, but what about Tel? Tel is the mount that all people turn to. This is the mound, the mountain. What is the mountain? Bet This is the place where everyone turns to. to And everyone desires to look at this place. So from the lesson 24 up until this part right here, this is directly from the manuscripts of Rabenu. And um, this is something very, very big. And this is something, look in the Zohar, Vaigash. You'll see over there, Davresh Amud Bet, I believe. You'll see over there um, this idea that what's the, the, the mound that everyone turns to is the Bet HaMikdash. Gamda, Rabbeinu explains also in Oshik, Rabbeinu gives us another massive advice for how to subdue the klipa that surrounds each level. He says a person in order to subdue the klipa that surrounds each and every level that a person is trying to ascend to, a person needs to awaken the simcha of the mitvah and draw it upon him. The simcha of the mitvah, that you're, the mitvah that you're about to do, you must awaken the simcha of that mitvah, that commandment, and draw it upon yourself. What is the simcha we're talking about? That a person is happy, that he remembers, that he merited to come close to Hashem. This is the ultimate simcha, Rabbi was explaining. The simcha that is able to subdue all the klipot. When you are able to be happy over the fact that you merited to be close to God, that you were born a Jew, etc., etc., and that you merited to come close to the tzaddikim, that are bringing you close to Hashem, because it's impossible to come close to Hashem, except by means of the true tzaddikim. 
And through this simcha that we're talking about, the simcha that you have over the fact that you feel the merit, mamash, that you're so happy over the merit that you're able to come and approach the tzaddikim, the true tzaddikim, and that you're able to come close to Hashem. Through this, one is able to break the klipa, the husk that surrounds each and every level, and you're able to enter the second level, um, the higher level that you want to attain. So this is basically the summary of the lesson. Now Rabbi Natan is going to add some things here in the words of Rabenu. What Rabenu said um, with regard to um, ideas that were practical to each section that we just studied. So now, now Rabbi Natan is going to bring ideas that are, um, that are connected to the section 1, which we talked about is the person must leave from imagination and ascend to Sechel. We talked about Sechel Hanikne, Sechel Apol, Sechel etc etc all these different types of now we're gonna hop right into it the sacrifices of God is a broken spirit what's the ultimate sacrifice of Hashem David Menach writes this is what the broken spirit one who's broken hearted but what did Rabbeinu explain? Rabbeinu explains that what is the sacrifice of Hashem? Whenever a person breaks the dimyonot, which is what is the animalistic aspects that we talked about. This is all section one, if you guys remember correctly. That um, that sacrifices represent the idea of ba'amiyut, animalistic idea, animalistic aspects, which is all imagination. So when a person breaks the imagination, it's as if he brings a korban. This is a sacrifice. Look over there. Now Rabbi Natan are going to explain. Something huge. This is why we put all our force on the korban. Before we sacrifice the animal, you actually put all your weight on the animal's head. Because why? The korbanot, the sacrifice was brought from animals. And what do the animals represent? The strength of the imagination. Because the animal also has the strength of the imagination. It, that's the way it operates. It all operates on Medame. There's no Sechel there. And when a man follows the illusions of his heart, God forbid. And now what is Rabbeinu explaining practically? What did it mean to follow the illusions of the heart? This is one who follows his desires, his lusts, his cravings, etc. Because they all receive, or they are all come from, all these desires, um, Come from the strength of the imagination. Zeu, This is animalistic behavior, literally. When a person follows his tavo, this is literally animalistic behavior. Because the animal also has the strength of the imagination. It operates through that force. And this is why when a person sins, God forbid. And all the sins we know come through what? Because a person would never sin if he had sechel. As we know, that a person only sins if he has ruach shtut. And what's ruach shtut? Whenever there's lacking sechel, there's lacking dat. So if you are in the koach hamedameh, it's because you lack sechel. And this is why a person sins. And from the strength of the imagination, all desires and lusts are brought from there. This is why a person must bring the sacrifice from the animal. And this is why a person must put all his force on the animal's weight and to confess his sins on that animal at the time when he's putting all his weight on it. 
And through this, all the sins and all the strength of the imagination which he drew through the animal. Um, all the, meaning all the sins and all the strength of the imagination which he received from the medame, he throws upon the animal. He gives it back to the animal. And afterwards, immediately after he puts the weight on it, shita. Um, as it brought in the Gemara Menachot, Tadigim al Amud Aleph, page 93, um, um, side 1, that is brought over there, that immediately after one puts the weight, you do the Shechita of the animal, and one sacrifices the animal for the, um, he slaughters the animal for the sacrifice, and through this, one subdues and breaks the imagination. And by the way, Rabenu is coming to explain to us the importance, by the way, of why it's so important to read the Korbanot at the beginning of prayer, uh, before Shacharit, why one is accustomed to read the Korbanot, because this is how you break the Korbanot. And then after, what did Rabenu write in this Torah? This idea that the Ari Kadosh brings down, this idea of subduing the Medame. And it's um, whenever Asiya or um, it's to, to break the klipa of Yetzirah whenever Asiya ascends to the world of Yetzirah, etc., etc. This is why it's so important to read the Korbanot, because the Korbanot allow you to essentially break that Korach Medameh. And then when you're at Hodu, you reveal the colors, which is what we talked about. This entire structure of Tfilah is what Rabbeinu is explaining here in this lesson, this awesome, these awesome tikkunim that he's explaining. How to avoid sin as well, etc., etc. This is applicable to sections 2 and 3. It's brought in the sections over there. When a person moves from level to level, a person must go through these pathways of these imaginations in order to reach holiness. And immediately when a person ascends to the second level, the level above the level which he's on currently, Immediately, all the klipot, all the hus, the evil forces, are um, arouse themselves against him, and they surround him. And a person must subdue them from anew again. Look over there. Rabinatan is explaining that even though the klipa was already broken by the person on that level initially, nonetheless. When the pnimiyut, the inner aspect of the um, when the inner aspect of that level which this person wants to ascend to, then leaves because when a per- we said that no two people can stay on the same level, Rabbeinu explained. So when one person leaves from level twenty, when person on level twenty five is ascending because the person on level twenty four is getting to his level now, what happens? And now the or pnimiyut, and now the pnimiyut and the the outer and inner levels are now ascending. From level 24, the inner level is now ascending to become the outer level of level 25. Then the Klippa awakened himself to fight and attack this new person. So now, when Rabbeinu was giving that idea, Rabbi Natan is bringing something down here. He's bringing down what Rabbeinu said at that moment. Rabbi Natan says, Rabbeinu said in this language, and this is something huge. This is one of the biggest chidushim in all this sef, in all this book, in the Gute Moran. This is tremendous chizuk. So pay attention very carefully. It says like this: Uvaze to'in achasidim arbe. 
With this, the Hasidim make a great mistake. That immediately it seems to them that they've fallen from, from serving God. Meaning, whenever the Hasidim see that they're going from level to level and then they're awakened, they, what stands before them, all these obstacles, these doubts, these bibulim, these confusions, because they're trying to grow and then immediately when they get to the next level, they don't even know that though. They're hit with all these tests. They think they've fallen, Rabbeinu says. Rabbeinu explains. The truth is, this is not a fall at all. It's only because this person needs to go from level to level. And then, all these evil forces are renewing itself against him. That the only reason why these ta'avod, these bibulim, these imaginations, these foreign thoughts, these obstacles are arousing themselves against him is because he's going from level to level. Rabbeinu explains this is why a person must need to overcome all the time and renew himself constantly to return and to subdue and to break the klipa and all the obstacles that stand at the new level that he's trying to attain. But look at the language of Rabbeinu. Rabbeinu says, Aval but be'emet Genuinely, the truth is, he's explaining what the truth is. This is not a fall at all. So when a person sees that he's fallen, or quote-unquote fallen, sees that he's, he's being tested with all these new things because he's trying to grow and he's trying to push himself and then he sees how it's getting even harder than before. Rabban was explaining this is because you're growing. So reinforce yourself because this is the way you break the medame when you realize that you're actually growing and not that you're falling. But I admit that it's all these these tests is because you're growing that the Yitzhara is testing you. So this is something huge to remember. When a person is searching for the truth and he sees it's getting more difficult, reinforce yourself with the idea that Hashem is testing you because you're getting better. And with this, a person will have the strength to overcome all the miniyot. This is applicable to section 3. Veda, I know. Rabban explained earlier that there's no two people that are on the same level. Nimsa. We find that when a person wants to ascend from his level to a greater level, what did he say? Then the person who's standing on the level that this person wants to reach, meaning if a person is on level 24, he wants to go to level 25, and this person on level 25 is already there, then the person on level 25 has to ascend also. Because no two people can stay on the same level. Rabbeinu said in that, at that time when he was explaining this idea in this language Rabbi Natan is repeating what Rabbeinu said This is the aspect of lifting up What a person when a person lifts up and brings, a, brings his friend up Because through the fact that this person on a lower level is ascending from level to level and from World to world. Through this he raises and he lifts up his friend who's on the higher level than him. To go from to an even higher level. And his, the same is true of his friend's friend. Which is even higher than his friend. He goes up even greater. The same is true up above and above. The same is true. It's a domino effect. 
because it's impossible that two people stay on the same level. Rabbi Nathan says that after Rabbi Nathan explained this Torah, what did he do? He called and he referred to all the ta'avot of Yetzirah, all the desires and the lust and the, the, the cravings that the Yetzirah tests a person with. What did Rabbi Nathan call these things? He called it in the name of the Koach HaMedameh. He called the Yetzirah the Koach HaMedameh. This is something huge, the strength of the imagination. Amar Az, he said over there, One must call him and to refer to the Yetzirah in a different name now. Meaning the Baldavar, the one who incites a person to sin, and the evil inclination, we must call him something different. We're no longer going to call him the Yetzirah, Rabbeinu says. We will no longer call him the Yetzirah, Now we will only call him the Koach HaMedameh. And look what Rabbi Nathan explains. Rabbeinu explained this when he was saying this phrase, this novelty, this this revelation, in, which we've never heard before in all the in all the lessons of all the Sfarim ever brought into the world. We've never heard this idea before. But look what Rabbi Nathan says. Rabbeinu explained this when he was saying this. He said it in a in a laughing manner. In a joking manner. But Rabbi Nathan says, I understood that he had complete intentions with this. That it wasn't a joke at all. Rabbi Nathan says, I have not merited to understand his intentions with regard to this. Look how big this is. Look how big this is. This is awesome, awesome stuff that Rabbi was explaining. Revelations in understanding how to go from level to level, how to destroy the Yetzirah. These are secrets we've never heard before. That Mamash Rabban was revealing from the secret of the Zohar, the, the Kitve Ari, that no one really had there. No one really understood until Rabban brought this Torah down. Some awesome, awesome stuff. Hashem, we have the merit to apply it and God willing destroy the Koach HaMedameh of each and every level through Gdulot through the Simcha of the Mitzvah, through being happy over the fact that Mamash, we are attached to Hashem and to the truth Sadiqim. Amen, Kenya Ratzon.